Hello. Can anyone around here speak basketball? It's the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. Welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball Podcast. I am your host, Freddie Rivas. And who, sir, are you? I am your producer, Matt Duncan. I am here, north of the city, rocking down the GTA. What's going on, Fred? Not much. I'm always happy to know your geographical location. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm doing good. I'm in the High Park area. For anyone wondering, Sick. my old hood, my old hood. Damn right. We are a we are a Raptors podcast. We're a, we're, we're hardcore fans. We're also, I guess, you know, semi-analysts. We have comedians on, cool people, sometimes analysts as well. And uh, we talk NBA. We're, we're basically just, we're, we're, we're not so fans. And uh, we run a fun pod here. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for checking out. Yeah. Um, Maddie, if people, you know, they want to follow us, help us, make us like, you know, Joe Rogan style, Whoa. you know, Radio Lab style, Rich, <laughs> like, how, how do we do that? Uh, you know, How do they do that. Lots of ways you can start at dunkspodcast.com. That's our own, our own website where we have all our episodes and our links for everything, as well as the sonarnetwork.com. That is the podcast network we are part of. We've got links for that as well, where you can, you know, click on the guest names. You can see what other episodes they've been in. It's great. Uh, as well, like another, a lot of great podcasts that you can listen to on the network. There's always new ones being added. It's fantastic. We've got our Patreon up. We are in Canadian bucks now. So it's uh, more affordable. You don't have to worry about that uh, American conversion stuff now. Okay, let's just try and keep it into the Canadian bucks. And as well, you know, like we're selling the hats still on Patreon. So if you want to get in contact with us, we can get you one of those pronto because it is getting cold out there. You know, the furnace furnace in this house has been getting all out of whack. We've had, uh, we've been playing uh, furnace filter roulette in this place. And, uh, you know, if you got an old, I'll just, I'll just give you a a little side tip, everyone. If you, you're renting a place or you have a place with uh, an old furnace, don't get a filter that is like, or super, you know, high level of filtration, you know, like you, if it's too thick, the thing's going to rumble and get pissed off. So lesson learned, lesson learned. Uh, don't want anyone going out without heat for the winter. So, uh, fair enough. And, uh, yeah, you know, I I just want to say thanks to the new subscribers on the YouTube. You know, we do put the episodes up the next, uh, the day of, uh, they, you know, don't come out the same time as the podcatchers because I got to do a little bit of editing and whatnot on the video, but, Mm -hmm. uh, some people seem to like it. So thanks for watching and subscribing. And, you know, if you, if you like it, please subscribe and write a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. And uh, yeah, that's my spiel. Hey, it's a it's a good spiel, Maddie. Uh, you know, I always appreciate you hitting folks with the details. And um, yeah, thanks for everyone who's listening. All the commenting. Please come for the Raptors takes, and you know, yeah. stay for Maddie D's furnace updates. <laughs> we, uh, <laughs> we hope that everything will, you know, remain safe. Yeah, regardless of the filter. Uh, but you know, you'll you'll keep <laughs> us locked in with that. I will. Today, today's an awesome episode. We have uh, Graham K, who's hilarious. 
Uh, I think I got his credits mostly right. I uh, perhaps left out the uh, the Marilyn Dennis appearance. Shame on me. You know, just as a Canadian, uh, we all love Marilyn. Um, yeah, Roderick and Marilyn. Oh yeah, uh, who can forget Gra- Roderick? Marilyn. Graham didn't seem to know that, so I don't know. Well, yeah, that's but, weird. Uh, <laughs> you know, we got Daniel Reyes on family connection with uh, Ita Salisa Nobrega, who was my sister-in-law. Yeah. Uh, as well as, uh, you know, he's uh, with the Criterion Collection. Really cool dude. They're they're both in New York. Both went to the Raptors-Knicks game. Yeah. Uh, so so that was fun. They tell us a little bit about Bing Bong. Yeah, they kept uh, interrupting they each other. They kept interrupting and being like, I'm walking here. No, I'm walking here. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of, like, <laughs> I'm walking here style comedy, which is great, you know? Which is great. I'm uh, sure they love that in New York, yeah. right? I'm sure it's oh, strangers just yeah. come out to people. I'd say oh, hundred percent. Uh, I went to the National History Museum when I was in New York, and I just said I'm walking here to different, you know, uh, pieces of art, and uh, it was it was weird, you know. But um, yeah, I mean, you know, we talk we talk Raptors, we talk impressive guys, we talk new franchises. Uh, it's a question I always love: weird, funky teams that are surprising us, and uh, yeah, I mean, I think we get into we do. Uh, Quickish questions too. It's a it's a fun time in general, mm-hmm. but Maddie, I want to I want to throw to you because I feel like you you have a recommendation, uh, a Maddie D recommendation you want to share with everyone. Yeah, it's uh, sports related a little bit, um, social justice related, and you know I may or may not have done the subtitles for it, but uh, Colin Kaepernick's new show is out hey. called Colin in Black and White. It's on Netflix, and it's a great like six episode show just about his life and to see what he's gone through to get to obviously, you know, what happened to him in the NFL, but mainly just like, I think it, it really helps people that don't understand how the microaggressions affect black people and what they've gone through and are still going through today where, you know, I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people are like, Hey, it's gotten so much better. I don't know what their problem is. It's like, well, actually I feel like the show really explains well to people that, you know, it's in a lot of ways really dumbed down for for white people to be like mm-hmm. this is what's going on. So I just think that it's a, a you know we're obviously pro cap on this podcast and uh, Black Lives Matter, and I think it'd be a really good show for people to watch and to, just to kind of understand better what's going on. Yeah, I mean you know yeah. a Matty D recommendation is is always a good one and. I think, you know, for people looking to further, you know, educate themselves, understand things like, you know, microaggressions and anti-black racism and, you know, just it's it's always okay to listen and to learn and to kind of gather more information, you know, as an ally. It's not, you know, it's not your duty to kind of like perform the what you've learned all the time. So mm-hmm. it's, it's a good space, you know, like there's a lot of different places, uh, you know, such as this doc, uh, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to check yeah, it yeah. out. Thanks. Thanks for the reco. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. yeah it's produced like, by, uh, Ava DuVernay as well, who like did Selma and, uh, oh, when cool. they see us, which was the, the show about the central park five and, uh, oh, amazing. which is another good show to watch if you haven't seen it. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, I highly recommend. Well, I mean, it's a it's and turn a on the re- titles. Let me know I did. <laughs> yeah, you know. Side note, <laughs> Maddie D did the subtitling. You know, let me know if he messed up any of the. You know, if you if if you can read everything 
like if the timing's oh, right, all that, like, you know. There was a lot of music. I got to say, there was a lot of music. So, yeah. uh, you know. Uh, Big stakes for Matty D in his <laughs> subtitling job there. But uh, I think I think we're ready to go. So, but, you know, right, right before we launch in, I, I will say, as I always do, uh, Black Lives Matter, Stop Asian Hate, Defund the Police, and email your city councillors. We've got a, a big Ontario election coming up. So, um, you know, make sure your voice is heard and make sure uh, you know who you're voting for and why. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, with that said, uh, Matty D, if we're, if we're good to get rolling here, give me those deliciously gorgeous words, okay. Okay. okay, here we go. Seven games into the season. Uh, we're going to record tonight. Um, the Raptors are playing the Washington Wizards game eight. Let's just get this episode popping. Uh, two of my uh, you know, favorite guests on. Uh, let's start with number one. Uh, I know him. Uh, well, there's a family connection. Uh, he, he's related to I Testalisa. He grew up. There's a Brazilian family connection. Um, he's also a, a video editor at the Criterion Collection. So that's probably. I mean, he's up there as far as like one of the cooler people who uh, who does this pod. But I mean, honestly, lots of cool people. I'm probably the the least cool person. Uh, anyways, um, meandering intro aside, give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Daniel Reyes. I should also say happy birthday to Elisa. Is it not her birthday today? It is. Today is Elisa's yes. birthday. Uh, my, my wife's going out with her. Uh, oh, great. going to watch the game with um, her husband, my brother, Miguel. Yes. Well, I hope they played my intro music rather than sing happy birthday. I mean, it's it's easier to license, I think. I think that's the plan. Yeah, I think the plan is let's play Daniel Reyes' uh, intro music to Freddie's podcast on Elisa's birthday. Like, you know, with the pandemic kind of hopefully fizzling to an end, that I think people really want to make sure they're, like, paying homage to this pod, you know? <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, what's up, buddy? Thanks for doing the pod. Absolutely. My pleasure. I, I basically bullied my way onto this week's episode, so... Yeah, you definitely like people who listen to this pod and they know you, you are the bullying type, like 100 percent. Yeah, like you shake down people uh, and force your way on. Um, No, I'm I'm happy to have you. Uh, You're you're in New York. You're in Brooklyn. Uh, This this other guest is also in Brooklyn. So um, I I know that. uh, Wait, did, did you go to the game, the Raptors Knicks game? I was at the game on Monday night. Yes. Amazing. So I think this guest also went to the game. So we have like two firsthand accounts. Um, Yeah, it's it's really good. You know, hardcore Raptors fans in New York. You love to see it. Uh, I've messed this up before. I'll mess it up again. Uh, But I'm pretty sure he, he was on Fallon. I'm pretty sure he was on Colbert. He's probably, you know, on other cool things, and I'm somehow messing this all up again. But he'll he'll let me know. He's a great guy. He's hilarious. Uh, you know, I'll, I'll make sure he plugs some shit for you. Give it up as loud as you can, even if you're at home alone, for Graham K. Thank you. Oh, yeah. You did. Totally messed it up, man. Did I really? Yeah, you forgot a big one. Is it Conan? I was on Marilyn Dennis, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's huge. I'm proud of that. You know, I'm no, a, I all right, hustle for my uh, my uh, my achievements. 
Yeah, I uh, I don't know what to say. I'm sorry to you. Man. I'm sorry to Miss Dennis. Uh, I'm <laughs> yeah. sorry to the, the Dennis family. She's a Canadian institution, for God's sakes. She's the oh, Fraser Crane sure. of Canada, for sure, right? That's right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, She's listening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, you know, she bowls a perfect game. I'm sorry. What are some good looks for fall? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you find that out. You find that on the old Dennis uh, beat. Is that is yeah. that is that her show? It's like the Dennis beat. No, it's called the Maryland Dennis Show. <laughs> yeah, you're, you know what? The Dennis beat. <laughs> I'm really beat. I'm disrespecting the shit out of Maryland yeah. Dennis. Um, I'm so sorry. Uh, I love all you know big Canadian figures. Shout out David Suzuki. My bad. Um, and what if like- Ellen had no charisma? That's the question CTV <laughs> asked themselves. Yeah. And they went for it. So you're saying Roger and Rick is where the charisma really comes in. She was just coasting on Roger and Rick. Yeah, I don't I don't get the reference, but yeah. Oh, she had a radio show, morning radio show, Roger yeah. Rick in Maryland. She was oh, the, really? you know, she was the I mean, yeah, but they, the they substituted some other names in there for a bit. Yeah, now I think it's just her or some other guy. I haven't lived in Toronto a while, but I saw on a billboard. It's her and a much, much younger person uh, doing the morning show drive time stuff. Well, I'm mm-hmm. sure she's carrying them. Um, <laughs> and you know what? You you, you guys are going to carry me. Uh, all, all the Dennis fans that listen to the show, the Dennis D heads, the yeah. D heads, the Dennis yeah. Peters, my bags. The D bags, all the yeah. D bags that are checking mm-hmm. in on my mm-hmm. pod, uh, as mm-hmm. well as, of course, uh, um, Maryland, uh, Maryland's pod. <laughs> Apologies to you, Maddie. Let's let's get this baby going. Um, would you please, sir, fire up, fire up your most delicious, weird audiophile sounding Raptors sting. All right, let's uh, let's go to you first, Graham. Um, and I guess this is a sort of an open-ended question, just to talk about like you know the vibes of this season in sure. general. But I don't know if he's ever come out and said this, but I, I've always kind of thought that Masai has been trying to do this dance, like even back to you know his I guess shorter time with the Nuggets of trying to win yeah. and trying to develop and kind of yeah. trying to do both at the same time. You know, sometimes it's like much more win, the you know, championship year uh, versus develop, you know, I guess Tampa. Mm-hmm. Uh, this year, I'm trying to figure out what the equation is. Like, you know, if they're like not necessarily what he's intending, like what what you, Graham, what you think, like this year is, is about, you know, 10 percent winning, 90 percent development, whatever. Like, so just kind of take that idea and go with it. Well, I, I, it's not the process for sure. He has, it's, it's the, it's the process. That's okay. what he does. I like that. It, it is, it, it is a, a try, try and win. They're not, they're like the only team I know of that's not afraid of hanging around the 10th seed uh, rather than tanking. And, um, and, and he, they know that they have the development to, to actually pull it off and it, and it works, I guess. And I would say that going into this season, if I had to guess what percentage Masai was putting on it, it would be 30% win, maybe 40% win, mm-hmm. 60%. Let's try and get a top 10 draft pick and then we can add to this nucleus. But I mean, I, I, 
even though he's a he's very very good at at drafting and development he he has to have he has to also be surprised with how well Scotty Barnes is doing Banton's doing I I, I mean like V like oh everything God, yeah. is working out. I, I can't remember watching be a sports team where like every single signing was like bang, bang, bang. Like, like, okay. Precious is regressing all of a sudden, mm-hmm. but it's fine because he, he got, Ke- he got Cam Birch, you know, it's like, it's, he got Svi, you know, everyone's interchangeable. This is the mm-hmm. weird alchemy that's, that that is coming to fruition where okay a center goes down so we're in a shooting guard and it doesn't matter because everyone's six seven six eight yeah um so like it, he, i would say I, and this is a long-winded way of saying that after after what are we six games seven games in mm-hmm. um uh i I'm, I'm gonna put it at a at a 55 45 win win 55 Okay, I, I I totally agree with everything and and so many good points and you know it's it's not a topic but the I think the precious maybe you know not being ready for starter minutes and Kemberch slotting in yeah I think that's kind of going to be part of this year or the, is these weird kind of like stutter moments and and I totally agree I feel like thirty sixty going in fifty five forty five now and, and weird alchemy is right. And also, yeah. um, you know, being surprised is right. I think it's like, well, I don't know. I'm going to butcher the saying, but it's like you you got to be good to be lucky or whatever that is. I, I feel like lucky to be good. Yeah, that's right. You, you got to be lucky to be good. Like I think Masai, you know, with Banton, with Scotty, it, it's kind of like this belief of like, I know what I'm doing. I traded, you know, Trent for Norm and you can slam me on that. But Trent's younger. Yeah. He can play D. Like, yeah, he can't pass for shit, but like, don't worry. We'll figure out the, the weird alchemy. I think is really what, what, what hits for me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, w- I want to go to you, Daniel. What's, um, what's your take on like, yeah, the, the, the weird alchemy of this team. Well, I think that we're in a great position in which developing and winning so far has not been mutually exclusive in the way that it is for a lot of other teams. Like Graham mentioned the process earlier mm-hmm. or other teams that, you know, try very deliberately to tank and, and they, they see develop, they see it as a total binary. Like you're either developing or you're winning. But right, I think right. that right now, what we've seen is that we're lucky in that developing is winning. And th- who knows if that's just a honeymoon phase with how much Scotty has surprised us and all of the other players that we picked up, but mm-hmm. I think like this might be a cop out answer, but I think developing is winning for us right now. Um, And we're just lucky that we haven't, um, you know, it hasn't been just one or the other. Right. And I think like the, the overall kind of strategy and depth is what's making that work. Like, you know, even with Banton, yeah. First couple times he's out, he's just surprising the world. And everyone's like, what do we even do with this guy? I feel like, you know, and maybe it's just a, a glimpse, but I saw a little bit in, in New York. They were like, well, you know what? We have some length. This guy's not going to bother us too much. In comes Malachi. He's hungry at this point. He can kind of do a little bit of different stuff than, than Banton. Banton maybe is going to sit down for a little bit, think about like, okay, wait a second. Like, if I'm really a non-threat from 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 three, then teams are going to start to adjust. I'm sure that will, you know, I'm sure the bar for that's much higher for Scotty, but I feel like 
he's a guy at some point, if he, you know, he's not just going to surprise the whole league the whole year. I mean, maybe he will. Maybe, maybe he just has a rookie of the year season where it's like he's so good that it takes, you know, all the way until the second year for the league to adjust. Like that might happen. Right. But I, I do feel like there might even be a couple times where, where Scotty's like, where teams are like, all right, we got to let this guy shoot because he's hurting us too much. And then, you know, that takes away his, some of his effectiveness. But um, I think Graham kind of gave away my answer here with just like, and I'll, I'll spoil it. It's, it's V for me. And right. uh, I can elaborate if, if, if it's not for you guys, but let's, let's go to you first, Daniel. Who's, who's the guy, like, who's the Raptor that's impressing you the most? So, I mean, this could just be recency bias that the fact that we just saw him on Monday, you know, go for a career high um, with OG. Mm. And it's for me, it's not just the amount of points, um, but seeing it, especially in the building, he, it just seemed like he wanted it really bad. He was going like sometimes it felt for like second and third chance opportunities. Um, he was aggressive, not just in the sense that, uh, you know, it made me reconsider what aggressiveness can mean. It's not always being fast or taking the first opportunity you see. I was listening to William Liu's show this morning and he talked about how OG now has certain moments of patience where he maybe lets a defender on the opposite team, you know, exit the lane before he makes an attack, like a secondary defender so that there is no help. And that's when he would make his drive against his primary defender. And so the aggressiveness is not just like, you know, pure athleticism, pure speed, anything like that. It's also like picking and choosing his spots. It just felt like on Monday, his spots were everywhere. Like it was mm-hmm. pick and roll going for an alley-oop dunk, which I you don't really see OG put in that position a lot. It was, you know, um, sidestep, uh, sidestep back threes uh, near the very edge of the court. It was all sorts of shots from everywhere. Um, and it just seemed like he really, really wanted it that night. Yeah. I mean, sh- shout out to OG. I feel like I'll even throw in there um, defending Randall, who came out of that, who came like that after that first quarter, I was like, Man, Randall's gonna like he's yeah. he's he's fixing to kind of take a dump on our team. And like <laughs> yeah. it was that vibe where it's like, oh, this guy just wants to go out drinking and he wants to humiliate us before he does that. And OG was kind of like, you know what? I'm I'm not gonna be deterred. And I think outperformed Randall. All was all NBA player last year. Um, you know, he's a guy I'm interested to see what the what the league's response to him in general was. You know, I was I wasn't totally surprised that he struggled in the playoffs. I feel like that's part of the arc of like really, really good players and number one options. But um, yeah, Graham, who's your, if it's OG as well, that's fine. If it's someone else, great. Um, yeah. Who's impressing you the most so far? I mean, there's really, I, I think the, the if, it, if we're just going to go like off the obvious ones, cause Scotty Barnes is, probably the one that's impressed me the most but yeah he's a fair choice like but gary trent uh is one that i really didn't know i love it, that yeah. he could be this big of a difference maker uh he's it's it's just like a just just watching when i went to the game when i went to madison square garden just watching the knicks fans around me just appreciate what he's doing and take the take the the wind out of the building and he's quick he's got you can say oh he's just trying harder but it's certain amount of like athleticism mm-hmm. norm would always get low and try really hard on d but he didn't have the the instincts it's just he's like he's it's absolute chaos <laughs> like it's, they're trying they Knicks couldn't do anything it was awesome 
he's affect he's he's affecting uh everything i mean he so so you say he only scores like you know 15 points a game he had a great game on monday but mm-hmm. uh 10 15 points let's say but man man oh man his plus minus must be crazy and and he's got to be considered for an like the all defensive team, second all defensive team or something at this point. I mean, we're only, we're so early, but yeah. I, I can't, teams are staggered. They don't know what's going on. They're not ready for it. They watch film, but like, I don't know. It's awesome. Yeah. To I think piggy, to pick, sorry, sorry go ahead. to piggyback no, go ahead. what Graham says, he's totally right, especially Gary defensively. And what I was going to say as well as that, not even just like on, on the ball or even help defense, but there are certain moments in the third and fourth quarter when a, a, a Nick guard would be say if they were guarded by Freddie Gary would come in for a double team and I swear when if a Raptors team double teams you it's like a triple team it's it's worse than if any other team double teams you because there's just yeah. no way anything is going to happen it got to the point where any double team just made this Nick so scared and there was a certain point at which like even like Julius Randle he would get a switch on to Fred and be scared and he, that's a total mismatch but he yeah. just wouldn't take advantage of it. And on the other end, like Fred was taking a mismatch on Julius Randle all day, no problem. But like, I think the defense clamped down so much that like, you know, double teams become triple teams and the the, the Knicks just got scared. Yeah. And and I should say both of you guys were there. So we, so we have some like firsthand accounts. Um, <laughs> let let me was, just ask you quickly, were you wearing Raptors gear? Yes. Yeah, so like, three of us. I went with uh, uh, Nathan McIntosh and Alex Pavone. Um, Great we're crew. Wearing, we're all wearing something. Yeah, Pavone definitely. I mean, you know that. And the guy, the guy probably had ten thousand dollars on the game. But yeah. um, <laughs> <laughs> he's he, hey, he's taken us to a bodega on this podcast. I feel like people know. Yeah, do he once at one point he called his friend. And because he was live at the game and giving them pl- giving his friend play by play because his play by play over the phone was three seconds ahead of the live betting app wow. that his buddy was using. Oh my god! And so it's like it's like it was like <laughs> that's good stuff. <laughs> Freddie's lining up for a three. Uh, he got it. He got it. He got it. And he's like click 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 changes. Oh my god! And his 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 like his buddy. I think uh, the, somebody got a layup at the end to keep it within ten, and his mm-hmm. buddy won ten grand, and he's like or oh, five grand. Or, oh my god! Or went, no, he went to even. He was gonna lose five and then oh, he went okay. to even. Oh, he was gonna lose 10 and he went to zero and i was like wow. buddy you this guy owes you 50 bucks he's like yeah yeah he does yeah <laughs> wow. um all i can say is uh pavone uh stay safe out there yeah <laughs> i'm sure you yeah. won't i mean yeah you're you're uh whatever man just 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 be safe that's all i can say at one point at one point he was like uh they're playing the samba like because the music was loud oh <laughs> it was so funny oh man the people behind, but like there was a couple that it was a whole row open and the couple wouldn't move down, even though oh, they know. Yeah, they were just, but they were just listening to this maniac screaming on the phone. It's like, serves you right for not moving one, at least one seat over. Anyway. Yeah. Give, give, give Pavone some space. He doesn't use a mic when he does stand up. He's, you know, he's going to be loud. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man, yeah, I, I think Trent is like, like the, the, these are the per- perfect answers. My like Svi answer is sort of cute. I think Scotty's a perfect answer too, but like, as far as surprising, I I remember when we first got Trent, 
you know, kind of reading up on it and thinking like, okay, this guy profiles as perhaps better than Norm, uh, you know, on offense, but like certainly better than Norm on defense because yeah, Norm kind of didn't have those instincts, but still this is definitely like, you know, being leading the league in deflections. It's like he, he looks or he profiles anyways, as, as uh, the easy guy to score on in the Raptors lineup. So I feel like the fact that he is, one of our very best defenders is absolutely insane. You know, I think Fred is also playing incredible D and did Daniel. That's a huge mm-hmm. point with, um, with our double teams. Like we're, we're really, really stripping guys. And that goes into the whole, like everyone's the same size and switchable and, you know, do we need bigs and, and the, the, that kind of thing with this team, which is going to evolve. It's, it's early days, but Svi was the guy for me. I think the fact that Scotty went out again, it's just one game. But the mm-hmm. fact that it, like, watching him and Trent together and kind of just observing like the spacing, like, mm-hmm. like a whole nother yeah. version of this team. Yep. It's like, oh, shit. Yep. Yep. With Fred, OG, Svi, let's say Pascal and and Gary, it's like that's that's an insane three-point shooting lineup. Um, and so it, it's nice to know that this team also has that. Like we're not just a cement hands defense team. <laughs> Yeah, like we, we we have scoring options too, so yeah, it's exciting. I think we're only going to get better, and um, yeah, uh, let's let's keep moving. But actually, I, I think before we do, I want to quickly just maybe I'll let let you both kind of like explain it to me at the same time, and you can you can share the details. But what's going on with Bing Bong? Like, what <laughs> what what is it? Like, what it's like it's a New York thing. You guys were saying it has nothing to do with the movie Inside Out, right? Yeah. Uh, Maddie no. D's got the clip, so can can you play that, Maddie? Or no? it, it comes from like a popular TikTok and Instagram account called Side Talk, and it's and um, their their like intro and outro music is the noise from the the New York subway when the doors close. Okay, and it, and, it, and, it, and it is, is like ding ding. Right, so that's the Bing Bong sound, and is that like Bing Bong? You're in, you're out. Well, we can beat your ass, type of like I don't, idea. I, I think it's just funny, but I the best is just. Are we about to play it, Matt? Matt, yeah. D, are you gonna play this or what? Or, uh, yeah. New York is fucking back. Is it showing? Why show? Oh my god! This is a hot segment. <laughs> Bing bong. Tell me a little something, KD. Don't Bing you resent it. I can't <laughs> stop it. Don't you resent it. Anyway, uh, well, you could just say like, "This is what James Dolan doesn't want you to oh see." Oh my you know? god. Uh, yeah. yeah. Is there yeah. a chance that this is James? Uh, actually, we should ask first. Matty D, are you safe? Is James Dolan in your? <laughs> <laughs> he put a blindfold around my webcam. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's that practical. It's like, like he doesn't have a tech way of doing it. He straight up just puts his thumb over your camera. Yeah. It's a virus. James. James. It's a vi- Get out of my house, man. 
so uh, well, okay. so anyways yeah. yeah to expand on what graham was saying is that in this video it's a compilation of some very excitable knicks fans after their season opening win against boston yeah um double overtime double overtime they acted like it was game seven of the finals and so Love one that. one particularly excitable knicks fan all he says is just a quick second he just goes bing bong and so now <laughs> it's become like memed and mike yes. mike breen dropped a bing bong on the uh espn uh or, or yes network yeah. whichever one brought broadcast oh, wow. during a three uh, and the jumbotron, they were they showed they they played the bing bong sound effect after a shot, and they have the text come up. So it's become like a rallying. It's become the we the north essentially for Nick. Fair enough. Right now. And, I, I yeah, love that. Yeah, it's yeah. just it's with like a sense of humor. You know yes. what I mean? Yes. yes. We the north is like respect us. Exactly. Yeah, we're the Even other. We're Canadian. Yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> it's cool to be up here. <laughs> and bing bong is like this is hilarious because it's yeah. just some guy because it's you know. I don't think everyone who saw the video knows side talk, so they don't know that the guy in the video was doing the side talk noise, like bing right. bong. Right. And so it's just, you see a guy just go bing bong, yeah. and people are like, yeah. what was that? And it just became like a thing. Yeah. I love it. I, I, I think this is why, you know, this is why people like it when the Knicks are good. Because yeah, it's just it's like, it yeah. just, you open Pandora's box of like, of New York and like the and weirdo weirdos doing weird, funny things. Totally, and like, totally. You know, I think it's a great reference, uh, uh, Graham, by like, you know, the Raptors are so scorned and self-serious <laughs> and like, it's, it's fun. I don't think the way. organization is. I just think that it's like, I, oh. I maybe their marketing team is or whatever. Right. Right. Or yeah. it's, just, it's, B, it's think, a Canadian a symptom of being Canadian is we're always going to be a little insecure. Right. Yes. Yeah. Defensive, um, perhaps. Maybe that's why our defense defensive. is so good. Hey, there you go. Oh, hey, here we yeah. go. Okay, I think Maddie D is going to give us another, let's give another, another shot. shot. Yeah, let's do it. Double fucking overtime! What the fuck, baby? New York is fucking back! The Knicks are here, nuts. baby! The Knicks are fucking here, baby! Fresh out the corner, baby! We're taking it all away! Yeah. De Blasio! Oh, this guy's great. He's like, we had Cuomo, we had Blasio, There's a lot of Tom, Tom Brady slander because they beat the Celtics. A lot of Tom Brady slander as well. Yeah, yeah. There's there's a fuck Tom Brady chant because they beat the Celtics. And then the very very end actually is great because you know a lot of anti-Boston stuff. Fuck Boston, but at the very end. The there was everyone participated in fuck Trey Young because they're still not over that first round exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's just fun. Like, man, (laughs) that's good shit. Like, you know, Charlotte's not going to ever throw down something that fun. You know what I mean? No, no. Memphis, you're not going to get a crowd of people yelling random shit at the end. Have a guy say bing bong. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe you will. You know what? The way he does it is just really good. If you yeah. want, if you guys look it up, like, he's just like being like he's in a rap yeah. video. He's just like yeah. bing bong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, I'm going to have to check it out. I'm going to have yeah. to fully acquaint myself. Yeah. Um, let's yeah, Let's talk some NBA. But I, I think before we go, let's just take a quick uh, pause here for uh, an ad or a potential sponsor. Wow. <laughs> Never know if it's going to happen. Fingers crossed. Hey, <laughs> fingers crossed. Uh, we're working our way up to the corporate ladder here, folks. <laughs> Stage capitalism. Let's rock. Um, 
Maddie D, why don't you give me that uh, delicious, weird Adam Silver NBA sounding sting? This is Adam Silver. <laughs> Sick. Um, Maddie D, I want you to come in for this one. And uh, let's start. Let's start with you, Daniel. Uh, I, I think I do this like once a year just because uh, I'm always interested in the, in the answers. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm curious which direction you guys went. If the NBA were to expand, you know, we've seen the, the NHL expand recently. Um, and this isn't like, I don't even want to wait into like, should they expand? Da, da, da. Just if they were to, I want you to pick a place that doesn't have a team. You know, tell me their team name. Tell me why this is the place. Dumb, an- dumb answers are absolutely welcome. Uh, practical answers, good too. Uh, yeah, Daniel, where's where's a where's the new franchise coming in, and what's it called? Well, if you're looking for a dumb answer, I might uh, I might have the winner because you know I was thinking like, what's a big market? in American city. I want American rather than Canadian for this, for this answer. And uh, a team that, you know, they have, you know, here's a city that has an NHL team, an MLB team, an NFL team, but no NBA team. So it's like Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, you know, big market, you know, it's, it's, you know, they have a, I would assume a great fan base for the other teams. So then I was thinking to myself, because I love puns. It's like, how many, how many ways, how many layers can this pun have? So Pittsburgh, what are they known for? Like steel. Oh, but also in basketball, you can get a steal. It's a defensive stat. So how about the Pittsburgh Steelers? That's and then good. I realized that there's already oh, yeah. a football team called the <laughs> Pittsburgh Steelers. No, same deal. Uh, just Steve. But this is yeah, E-A. Yeah, E-A. S-E-A-L-E-R. Or what about this? Pittsburgh Basketball Steelers. So what would this what would the slogan be for not we the North? Maybe like we the we the we the A's. No, because there's an A in there. I don't know. That makes no sense. Just uh, no, I, I've been to Pittsburgh once Steelers. and I had that, yeah. that one sandwich <laughs> where, where, where you get, you know, it's like it's a bunch of beef. It's like hamburger and bread. Um, I, I'm listen, if you're Sounds from Pittsburgh, delicious. you know, the sandwich. If you're not from Pittsburgh, I just sound like a delirious man. But <laughs> this sandwich would be a big part of their franchise. Sorry, for sure. For sure. <laughs> they would throw it on the court if, you know, whatever the equivalent of a hat trick is. Um, right, it's like octopuses in Detroit. So, <laughs> yeah, but I thought, okay. throw it on the court every three. Yes, every three. So I thought maybe Steelers, maybe that could work. But in the same vein, what about like steel mills? How about the Pittsburgh Millers? So it's all like mill workers. Okay, mm. the mascot could be like a mill worker, but then also the team is entirely populated by people with the last name Miller. So you have Reggie Miller, maybe head coach, his sister as the GM. Brad Miller, assistant coach. Andre Miller, another assistant coach. So it's a team, an organization of all Millers. Okay. And that's the vibe. Steve Steve Miller band welcome? (laughs) Yes, totally. Totally. They can play the halftime show every show. Are there any other NBA Millers that I missed? I don't think so. I feel like you got all the Millers. There's there's a lot. (laughs) There's a lot Um, of Millers. A lot of of middling Millers. A lot of middling Millers. A lot of Williams. Um, mm-hmm. okay, Graham, where's your, uh, where, where's your city? Uh, what, what's the team? What's the vibe? Well, um, I think St. John's Newfoundland is the only <laughs> Here we go. smart yeah. option. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, I mean, smart I, as hell. Yeah. I, I think you want to go where the money is and, uh, you want to <laughs> go where no one can get to. Yeah. Uh, they, 
They they have uh, there's they could just be the they could be called the icebergs, and um, there could be they could win a lot of games because a lot of teams would have their plane would have to turn around because because <laughs> of the weather. Yeah, like they just <laughs> they just couldn't come. Yeah, but a default a forfeit. A lot of default wins. They they have a, a sellout crowd of seven thousand every night. Oh yeah, um, <laughs> most mostly to stay warm and uh, get out of the rain. Yeah, freezing rain. Um, Fresh cod. Maybe you 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 have the best the best crowds. Honestly, the best crowds. They they're so they're like the most fun people in the world. Uh, there be a lot of drinking, and um, yeah. I think either that or um, I do think honestly, Vancouver could work and Mm -hmm. I do, I do think, but I don't think Vancouver will ever get a team again because Seattle's going to get a team. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They're going to get OKC or something and they're going to, and then, but I, I think, I, I do think, I do think Montreal could work. I think Montreal could have another sports franchise. I, I think Montreal is definitely like in, they're on the list. I don't know if they're like where they are or whatever, but um, they're there. I, St. John's I love. Uh, I, I think they have like a Canadian basketball league team. And I actually think that there has been a lot of technical issues with people. Oh, yeah. there. <laughs> um, yeah. It's it's come from away all the time over there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, the, the St. John's Maple Leafs couldn't survive. It's hockey. I know. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Listen, I love you, yeah. Newfoundland. Uh, I'm sorry, but like you're the big rock. Okay. It's, it's not beautiful, easy. Beautiful people. Great. Great good comedy folks. crowds. Um, you know, the long ferries to play games. They, they have a good record. Um, <laughs> I think the only answer is St. Pierre de Miquelon. <laughs> yes. Yeah. France in Canada. Yeah. That's what France that's in Canada. <laughs> um, the icebergs, they would hit a lot of floaters, though. There you go. Oh, hey. 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 A little jab at the Titanic. <laughs> Take that, Titanic, you know? Yeah. Um, Okay. Uh, Maddie D, what's up? Where where are we going? What's the team? What's the name? Okay. Well, like Graham, I am sticking to Canada. And the reason that I want to do that is I want the next team to be a place in Canada that people are going to hate more than, you know, like players that have a problem with coming to Toronto for whatever reason. So like it has to be somewhere that I, I wouldn't want it to go back to Vancouver because it's too pretty there but i think that if we put the team in saskatchewan and we call them like the regina husk and uh you know it's like hey we're going heavy on the corn theme you know like lots you can do with it popcorn uh high fructose syrup uh you know like they're they're gonna love stuff like that and you know what i want to do a bit of a ted lasso story Uh, a hometown uh kid to be the coach in uh, mike babcock is going to be the coach of the team. He's going <laughs> nice. to... Nice. Yeah, that's a good start for them. <laughs> He's yeah. going to Ted Lasso bats. over into basketball. And yeah, like it would be interesting to see that. You know, he would like... He'd be berate players and rookies and stuff like that and make them feel like shit. <laughs> berate players. Fuck up. No he really yeah. tough on his own players. But it'd make uh, him you tough. get wins too. Because you do you get a lot of extra wins too, just from you've heard of the Miami flu. Well, have you heard of the <laughs> actual flu? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just gonna get a bad cold. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, so that's where I'd like to put the next one anyway. Regina Husk, I think. I can already see the logo. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, I don't know if it's just like a piece of like a corn in a husk wearing sunglasses, whatever. doesn't matter. You can any piece of corn will look good. So mm-hmm. um, corn's tall, too. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. Like where are we have the little tiny raptor that likes to inflate like it could be like a huge like a like a 20 footer mascot. Oh, that's for like, sure. Yeah. yeah. If you're in the boardroom, like, or if it was me and you, I'd like, hold on, hold on. Let, let me, let my buddy tell you about how tall corn is. <laughs> yeah. Then, yeah. You'd take it home from there. Like. <laughs> Corn's tall, man. <laughs> let me tell, let me tell you how tall corn. The guy's like, wow, wow. That is a good idea. Yeah, it's, like, it's like, yo, your buddy's jacked, man. Yeah. Let's, let's get this ownership group going. Um, well, uh, I think uh, as usual, I have the worst answer to my own question. I was basically just, uh, I'm, I'm going with the U.S. here. I was trying to look at regions that, you know, don't like, there's just a big geographical area with no team. And I feel like since I've done it before on this pod, I've actually done, you know, Canadian teams or Mexico City a couple times. So I, I'm just going, it's not even a population thing. There's no reason. I'm glad Graham said St. John's because this is my territory for this question. Uh, I'm going Billings, Montana. Um, nice. and that's just looking at a map. <laughs> I feel like a lot of people could travel to that same deal, you know, 7,000 rocking every night. Uh, yeah. and it would, they, they'd be called the, the Billings money. So Billings like, Billings money and, and that's basically <laughs> it. So I, you know, I don't know if there's corn there as well, but Maddie D I'd want to bring you along. for the pitch. <laughs> I can, yeah. uh, you can get wheat. You could be wheat, wheat. Like, you yeah. know, I hope wheat is also tall um, wheat against corn. Be. It would be a real rivalry. Totally. You know? Yeah. That is, so that, that would be my angle, you yeah. know, like maybe I would be, like not even who be makes friend. the best tortilla, you know, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We folks, we got tortillas, no matter your celiac preference, you know, yeah. like, <laughs> well, um, if they play together, it's like the tortilla bowl. Mm-hmm. There you go. There you go. It, yeah, I mean, maybe me and Max yes. is like a shared thing. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. Tampa and Montreal are going to share the, yeah. Yeah. Share um, just two, two franchises or who, who, with not one free agent signing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no one Svi, ever comes. Svi is like, I'll play in Latvia. Svi's like, I'm just cracking the rotations now in the NBA. It's my yeah. dream. But if this is where I'm going, you can send me back to Europe, folks. Um, okay, let's uh, let's keep this train moving. Um, I, I think I feel like I, I could do that segment like once a pod. <laughs> I, I just love the answers for it. Um, um, all right, let's, uh, let's go to you, Graham. Yeah. Start this baby off. Um, yeah, this is just, uh, open to interpretation as well. Like what, what's the weirdest, like the funkiest team? Like, you know, if you've been like court surfing a little bit, like what team are you like, man, this team, I don't know. They're like weird. It, it can be weird, bad or weird. Good. Just like, you don't understand them. Um, I mean, I guess, looking at for the one that jumped most is the Celtics. I just they're it's so sad. They're it's so it's just it's <laughs> it they depress me. They depress me every year. I I I think the league's more exciting when they're good and they're they're bad. They have two great players and they play ISO. They 
I, Marcus Smart is an idiot, but he was right. Mm-hmm. He is right. When it, he is right. You don't say that in public. I don't, I don't know. You're trying to like, he's acting like he's their big brother and they're like mm-hmm. actively better than he is. Quite a, a, quite a bit better. Yeah. So it's like, shut up, shut up. The coach will do that, you know? So it's just sad. I get depressed every time I watch them. I think it's too early to say the Suns aren't going to be that good this year. Clippers are another depressing team to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I think the Lakers are really the weird. I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm naming every team. No, I'm no, gonna, the, I'm, I'm going to stick with the, the Celtics. It's good. Yeah, I think the Lakers are always weird to watch because you don't know if they're going to be absolute trash or good from game to game. Like they, they, they're like, ooh, are they like a, a, an all-time team one game, and then they're, you're like, is this? a sad YMCA team of just 38 year old dudes being like, I'm good. And then you watch them realize they're not, they've lost their skills in mm-hmm. front of their own eyes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Lakers are like super funky to me. Boston is really funky to me. I, I feel like, well, one of my, I guess like hotter takes this year is that the Clippers weren't going to make the playoffs. That's I a just, good, that's a great take. I just feel like, you know, I've never been a big, big Reggie Jackson fan. And and you need a a super, at least, you know, competent point guard to run your show. I feel like Schroeder, you know, and Smart are not exactly going to do what they need for the Celtics. But I also feel like that I'm a huge Jalen Brown fan. And I feel like Tatum and Brown will be able to kind of like especially in the East, make it work. The Lakers, though, too, are uh, are really weird to me. The Suns, I'm the same as you, Graham. I think they're going to just kind of start to figure it out because they look good. I don't think they were an accident. Um, Yeah, you you still haven't touched on my team yet, so I want to see if if Daniel were the same. Um, Yeah, who's your funky team? Well, I'm going to say a team that I I also saw on on the weekend. I I went to Philadelphia to uh, see the Hawks and the Sixers. Nice. Um, I go to oh, Philly cool. at least. I go to Philly at least once a year because the tickets are real cheap and it's a great city to walk around and eat some great food. But my answer is going to be the Hawks. Uh, the Hawks did not have a good game. They got smoked by the Sixers, and I feel like you know heading into the season the consistent narrative that everyone had about the Hawks were, well, two really. One was that like, can they keep the streak going under Nate McMillan? Cause they had such a hot end to the seat last season and they did so well in the playoffs, really overperformed. Uh, can they keep that going? Um, but also like, Oh, the problem is that they have too much talent. They have too many good guys and they can't pay them all. And there's too many good guys to play. How are you mm-hmm. going to do it? And that ended up being kind of the opposite problem because Trey Young did not have a good game. And no one else really stepped up enough mm-hmm. to fill that void. Um, Cam Reddish was the only guy who really showed any energy at all. And he was a guy that was injured for a lot of last season or p- past two seasons, really. And I just felt like there was no flow, no like sense of direction, no cohesion uh, to the way that Atlanta played that game. And, you know, they're not at the bottom of the barrel this year at all. But I think that a lot of people penciled them in to finish third in the East and mm-hmm. After only like eight games, I think they've only played seven or eight games. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah, I I think I had the Hawks as like my, you know, kind of like fifth fifth team in a kind of sort of like a tier by themselves. Um, mm-hmm. 
I had you know, Brooklyn and, and the Bucks kind of one and two, and then the Heat and Sixers three and four. Uh, but this is before the season. Obviously, things are going to change fast, and, and it's still early days. Uh, but the Hawks, I think, I think they'll round into form, but they do maybe have some kind of like redundancy on their team. I'm, I'm a Trey Young believer. I feel like he'll be able to adjust to whatever's going on with the the fouling and the ref changing. My my funky team, though, like the team I feel like I really don't quite understand, um, is is the Nuggets. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I was thinking they were going to come back, even without Murray, kind of like a house on fire, kind of like the Jazz, and sort of just be like, all right, fine. We, you know, we still have to prove ourselves in the playoffs, but we, we do know how to just like dummy the regular season. So I kind of thought they were going to just be off and running. And then the other team is, uh, is the T-Wolves. Like, I feel like there's a lot of development going on there and they have more talent than they've had, but also like they don't know how to win exactly. So it seems like, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the T-Wolves are just a, a funky team because I, I'm, I'm in the camp where I think Towns has got – people have gotten to a point where, where they, they, they're kind of sleeping on how good Towns is. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't know. It's still not translating into wins necessarily. And yeah. they're in the West. So just a weird team, I guess. Isn't he like the greatest shooting big man of all time? <laughs> yeah. He is. Yeah, he's like, like that. better than Dirk. Like, yeah. But yeah. also, I mean, you know, there is – I'm always kind of torn between like how much like winning matters uh, or how much you can affect winning as one player. You know, yeah. it's, it's always an interesting question of basketball, but um, I do think, you know, at the end of the day, like that's what you're trying to do. So that's Paul George. Yeah. I mean, exactly. Paul, exactly. Like Paul George to me is. A Poor guy. Really, all he's ever, all he's ever tried to do is play with somebody. I know. <laughs> really? can't do it that goes all the way back to the pacers like (laughs) you know before that situation blew up like yeah yeah paul george man definitely like i mean he is if to me he's proof that the nba is like really hard and that if you just want to scapegoat people it's not the full story because like i like you know if he if he finishes career without finishes his career without going to the finals or whatever I'm sure lots of people are going to say he was like crap or, you know, is, is not good. And like that to yeah. me is insane. Like he's just such yeah. a good player on both ends. And I mean, I was watching, I watched them beat the highlights of them beating OKC. And I was like, shit, this is a big game for the Clippers. Like they got to show yeah. up and, and beat OKC. And like, yeah. yeah, I was feeling sorry for Paul George kind of like, yeah. But whatever, they got it done. They did beat them. Um, they beat Poku somehow, somewhere. <laughs> I know, dude. Yeah. I know. If you beat Poku, it's like, yeah. oh, God. But if you lose to Poku, it's like, oh, man, I should I should crawl in a hole. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's uh, let's finish this baby up, do some quickish questions. Uh, Maddie, good sir, I know you're there. Why don't you give me that weird audio-sounding quickish questions sting. Quickish questions. We've made it to quickish questions. I read through the questions today. They're not necessarily quickish. That's okay. (laughs) You know, you got to answer as quick as you possibly can. I'm going to read through these babies as clearly as I possibly can. We'll see what happens. Mm. Um, You know, I might stutter, slur, panic, uh, misread a comma. That's okay. You got to (laughs) answer. Just let your brain fire off. 
You can't repeat a question. Yeah, I mean, I'm always looking at Maddie D for creative ways to stall. I mean, one day we're just gonna like this is gonna turn from like a joke to like a, a fist fight, and people are gonna be like, "What's your guys' deal?" But like, we're on a podcast together. Um, yeah. Okay. Let's uh, let's do uh, let's do Graham Daniel Maddie. Here we go. Graham. Yes. Do you think the way someone talks about the Raptors is a reflection of how they feel about themselves? I see so many negative fans these days, even though there is so much to be positive about. I think definitely this year, yes. Yes. You should be happy this year. If you're not, you got to do some work on yourself. Agreed. Daniel, uh, just a comment. Respond to it. Today is the day Delano goes for 13, 10, and 10. Yes. Okay. Maddie. Yes. Propose a realistic trade the Raptors should pursue. Uh, Dragic for uh, Porzingis. And uh, we'll throw in... Uh, <laughs> we'll throw in... <laughs> conditional second in 2023. For Porzingis? Yeah. I love Graham's utter disgust. Uh, I love Maddie D adding in stuff. Um, okay, Graham. Uh, Raptors. Okay, well, we asked this a little bit, but you know, you can just take another go at it. Raptors' biggest surprise so far? We, we, uh, oh, uh, that they have a winning record. Uh, yeah, fairly big surprise. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm going to say... Are we a biggest surprise like player? I'm sorry, I'm talking. No, no, it's just open open to interpretation. <laughs> biggest surprise. Um uh, 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 that's a good point. Okay, thing. Banton. Everyone's excited about Banton. I'm excited about Yeah, Banton. yeah, Banton, oh. another good answer. Um Daniel. Are our GTJs, Gary Trent Jr.'s hands, in the new Matrix movie? <laughs> yes, and he can hold so many red pills and blue pills in each one of them. It's crazy. Wow. So, yeah, yeah uh-huh. his hands are like, not because they're quick. He's just big hands holding pills. <laughs> yes. Stop ah. hand model. I love that. <laughs> okay. Uh, Maddie. Yeah. Um, it's quickish questions. Okay, that's your warning. Discuss Malachi. Oh, poor Flynn. Uh, I think that it's tough when you see Scotty coming through the way he has. I think that's been pretty surprising and amazing. And I don't know. I, I just don't know how he's going to overpower to get back, you know, into, oh, maybe he's the next PG of the future. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I feel like the Scotty show's got to die down a bit. You won't. Thanks for discussing Malika. Graham. <laughs> yes. What big, however unrealistic the trade scenario, would fit like a glove? Like, oh, yeah, how, whatever big, like a big man. Um, however unrealistic the trade scenario would fit like a glove with this Raptor squad, meaning they'd be, like, actually effective. Oh, God. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Uh, oh, um, what's his name in Miami? Uh, out of bio? Uh, oh my god. Out yeah. of bio. Yeah, bam. Bam. Bam, bam would be good. Bam. Yeah. 
Bam! Em- Emeril Lagasse's tag. Uh, yeah, his phrase. Shout out to Emeril Lagasse. Emeril? Wait, what's his name? No, I think you're right. Yeah. yeah. For a Does second, I was like, Andre Agassi? Yeah, the yeah. Tennis okay. player? We're, just, we're all over the place. Um, JJ Reddick. Uh, okay. Um, oh, that, didn't, that joke didn't get confusing more. Okay. You know what? Let's, Daniel, which two Raptors would deliver the best pro wrestling double clothesline? Uh, Scotty, because he could do both clotheslines by himself with his crazy wingspan. You don't even need a second Raptor. Wow. Just so to, it's just like yeah. the it's like the JaVale McGee dunk, but like in a weird way he connects. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Absolutely. Maddie. Yeah. The ratio of free throw attempts to field goal attempts is breaking the record. Set in the 1946-1947 season, which means yeah, there's 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 less uh there's less free throws than there's been in a long time. Mm-hmm. How much do you attribute this to the Raptors' success, considering they led the league in fouls last year? Hmm. Interesting. Um, I think I understand this. They led the league in fouls, so oh wait, so they're not uh, they're not giving up as many free throws, right? That's right. Um, yeah, no, I think that definitely helps. But I mean, it's early, so things could straighten out. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and and there's a good question because uh, this team is all arms and we're slapping dudes. Yeah, um, so for I sure think, it benefits us. I think it also benefits specifically someone like OG. If he doesn't have to worry about foul trouble, then he can be way more confident in his offense. Yeah, and I, I don't know. As a fan, I always think that OG gets called for too many fouls unfairly. Mm-hmm. But you know, last on Monday he only had three fouls. And he was just able to play uh, with ease and with confidence. So I think certain players are, are, you know, they talk about, oh, James Harden, Trey Young, they don't get to the line as much because the new calls. But I think the players that are defensive-minded, I think it's going to open things up for them a lot more. Yeah, agreed. Okay, guys, uh, that's uh, that's Quickish Questions. That's the pod. Thank you both for joining. This was a good time. We persevered, even though Facebook Messenger was down. <laughs> yeah, shit got nuts. Um, St. John's, what's up? Pack the house, seven thousand. Let's. Can, uh, can I say? Can I say sh- one thing? I'm sorry. Sure, please. I I think a thing that I I would like a big a big surprise for me is that Matt Devlin is con- still is saying OG oh my. <laughs> yeah, that's old. Yeah, wrap it up, Matty. <laughs> His name is OG. It's the coolest possible name, and you and you're going with like a 1950s. <laughs> it's original gangster. You somehow made so. It's like, what are you, who are you trying to impress? The fucking Hardy Boys. I don't understand. OG, oh my, let's share. OG, oh my. Yeah, and uh, you know what? Shout out to Maddie D. Uh, for the game before the, the Knicks game, man, that voice was on the ropes. Like that, <laughs> right, if anyone sure. who was listening, that Pacers game. Yeah, what the man, hell happened he was, to him? He was in Jack, like, yeah. croak territory. Yeah. He was like, he was like, Sabonis. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. I love you. Like, he, he was, like, literally fans were sending in, like, pray for Maddie. Yeah. Like, um, <laughs> I, like, I like Maddie D. I just, that's one thing. That I like him too. Nuts. Yeah. I mean, I'll always say... He could use say, some Fisherman's Friend, you know, just talking to those. He did get some, members. too. He did. Yeah. yeah. And if we're talking about Matty D, let me just forever say, you never seen it, uh, you know, not download. Go to YouTube, Matty D, Poonjabi, 
one of the best calls I've ever seen in any game. <laughs> Paige Stackovich is going to hit a three. And I guess Matty D had to do a, a Raptors Punjabi fan segment. So the word Punjabi is on his brain and he just yells it out. And uh, it's, it's wonderful. It's, it's like, and just uh, 30 seconds of silence. Leo comes in and he's like, pardon me, Matt. Um, just please YouTube Punjabi, Matt Devlin won't be disappointed. Um <laughs> Okay, yeah, we've we've made it to the end of the pod. Uh, this was a good one, uh, Graham. Let me let me go to you first. I mean, you know, you're you're in New York. Uh, we, we got some American listeners, but you know, in general, like, where can people check you out? Where can they listen to your album? You know, uh, albums, um, all that. You can. Uh, my albums are on on uh, Spotify. If you want to listen to those for free, um, uh, yeah, follow me on Instagram, Mr. Graham K, and um, on TikTok, I guess I go on there see what the kids are up to and uh yeah just follow me on instagram mr graham j that's it follow this dude on instagram he's absolutely I post, hilarious i post my amazing. shows i post where my shows are and i also post like some funny stuff every once in a while i give it a shot you know this guy's funny he's being humble um what is his attempts at being funny are are good ones they're not just uh you know whatever some people try to be funny and it's it's not great um i don't know why i'm taking swipes at other comedians yeah. graham's great um thanks buddy daniel well what's up where can you know people check you out what's uh what's going on with the criterion collection uh, so yeah, subscribe to the Criterion channel, our streaming channel. Um, we've got tons of great stuff coming out every month. And then in terms of basketball related content, we are releasing uncut gems on Blu-ray and 4k UHD, uh, I think this month. So, I mean, you know, one of the great recent basketball movies and yeah. I, I guess we should get your friend Pavone to do a commentary, uh, <laughs> on it. You know, it sounds like he was I, living his own uncut gems at the game on Monday from what Graham was talking listen, about. Listen, hook up Graham and the Criterion, or hook up, uh, Pavone and the Criterion Collection, please. If he did, I would listening to him commentate that game would be so good. What but, the fuck is Rosebud? Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, are you just going to like Citizen Kane? Yeah, he's on the Criterion oh, yeah. Collection. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he goes straight to an old classic. He's like, "What are all these birds? Hitchcock's tripping me out, buddy. It's nuts." Um, <laughs> buddy it's not uh shout out pavone just a great, Birds great man scary it turns out honestly <laughs> nathan too um uh, yeah. that whole crew the commentary on on honestly any movie but uncut gems would be amazing uh guys yeah. so thanks for doing the pod uh for everyone who's been listening sharing all that you know all those positive things that podcasters say we do appreciate it we've been growing for like you know a couple months straight pretty steadily so we really really do appreciate it um uh, thank you and uh yeah, uh, I feel like we're good to go. Maddie, if you feel like we're good to go, give me those delicious words. Okay. Okay. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.